there's always something there. And I think, you know, the biggest key to finding out what that is, is not talking, but listening. Welcome back to Women at Work, a podcast highlighting the vast experiences women can have in the residential construction industry, brought to you by Pro Remodeler and Pro Builder magazines. I'm Caroline Broderick, your co-host and managing editor for Pro Remodeler. Today, I welcome Cindy Cipriani of Cipriani Remodeling Solutions. In the intimate industry of residential remodeling, approaching business with a people-first mindset helps during difficult conversations, and Cindy certainly knows this well. She shares with us a bit about her background, and she also offers advice for managing those difficult client situations. But before we hop into it, let's work together. If you know a stand-up woman crushing it in the industry, drop me a note. Maybe you'll hear them on a future episode. Hi, I'm Cindy Cipriani. I am the co-owner of Cipriani Remodeling Solutions in Woodbury, New Jersey. Thank you for joining me today, Cindy. Today, we're going to learn more about your background and your expert advice on managing difficult clients. You're an author, you're a speaker, a business and personal wellness coach, a certified grief recovery specialist, and you're also the design team support leader and co-owner for Cipriani Remodeling Solutions. So can you share a brief background on your entrance into the remodeling industry and then explain how that kind of brought you to Cipriani Remodeling Solutions? Well, I used to follow my dad around. I was kind of a tomboy and he taught me how to fix things. He was a real MacGyver <laughs> and I loved working with him. So from a young age, I remodeled houses myself. I flipped houses. And then as I got older, I had actually a service business where I did anything that people didn't know how to do. So anything from replacing a toilet to doing tiling, uh, wallpaper, whatever they needed. It's actually through that business that I met my current husband who owned Cipriani Remodeling. Through a series of events, I ended up working for them first as a kitchen designer and then became full-time salesperson, vice president of sales, and now I'm on the board of directors. You have this whole other side of your career as well. So when did you start embarking on more of that wellness side? Well, I started my coaching 12 years ago. Many years ago, I got divorced from my first husband. I had teenage children. I was a single mom. And there was a lot that went with that emotionally. I realized how much emotional health is important. I always uh, had in the back of my mind that when I got to a point where I could, I wanted to help more people. So I actually trademarked a process that I used to kind of put my life back together called the 5C solution. Yeah, I've been helping people in and out of the construction business and just in my own private practice with coaching. And a, a big part of that is loss. You know, we've all had losses in our lives, right? And nobody really teaches us how to get past them or what to do, how to put your life back together. So I was trained by the Grief Recovery Institute uh, to do that. So it's also a part of the coaching. In addition to the previously stated titles I mentioned, you're also an award-winning designer. You were also voted Designer Salesperson of the Year in South Jersey for four straight years. Remodeling is a very personal industry. I can see how your experience in navigating grief and coaching teams and people ties into remodeling, but could you share a little bit more about how these tie together? Well, I think the common denominator in all of it is people. And I just really love getting to know people and especially 
being invited into somebody's house is just such a privilege, really, to look behind the front door and find out who's in that home and what their family is like, what they're going through, what they envision their lifestyle to be. I love that. I have clients that I had at the very beginning that are still friends and we keep in touch. I've had clients that I've done many projects for over the years. And it all comes down to relationship and building that relationship. And it's not just a project to me. It's when I walk away, I know that they're creating memories in that space. No matter where we go, we're the largest design build firm in South Jersey. So no matter where we go, people know us and know the name. And it really makes me proud that we have so many past clients who are happy and recommending us. It's, it's really nice. With all that said and your expertise, I, and I'm sure many others, would consider you a pro at people. You seem to deeply understand how people work and in stressful situations, which is something that comes up in the remodeling process, right? So, <laughs> yes. So let's talk challenging clients and navigating those projects that might be stressful or quote unquote difficult. Would you say you've had your fair share of difficult clients over the years? You know, there's always a percentage of people who are difficult, but I love psychology. So I love finding out why they're difficult. A lot of times it's they've had a bad experience and they feel like they don't want to go down that road again. So they're going to be very defensive. Maybe they feel like they have to fight to get what they want because they've had that experience in the past with other contractors. There's always a reason behind it. Sometimes it's just personality. They like to win in negotiation. You know, some people are just negotiators and they always like to win. There's always something there. And I think, you know, the biggest key to finding out what that is, is not talking, but listening, asking lots of questions, follow up questions to get more clarity on who they are and where they're coming from. A lot of times they don't mean to be difficult. It's just they don't know how to maybe communicate what they want or don't think that they're going to get what they're paying for. What are some of those questions that you ask to help you pin down what really is bothering this client? Well, in the sales end of it, we ask a lot of questions about their concerns, what's important to them, any experiences that they've had in the past that might not have been very favorable, how they felt about that. And that's where it usually comes out that a relative hired a contractor and felt like they got ripped off or weren't satisfied. And now they're hearing these horror stories and they're nervous that that's going to happen to them. Most of it is asking them for examples, or if they say something that sounds curt or rude, not to take it personally, just be like, okay, this is coming from somewhere. Let me ask a follow-up question. I would ask something like, you know, can you tell me more about that? You know, we both have different brains. So my brain might be going down one path that they meant this. And that's not what they meant at all. They were thinking of something totally different. I hear a lot of salespeople, they'll hear something and they just like take off on this defensive mode. They want to tell them why that's not going to happen. And they're not even listening to what they're really trying to say. So before you do that, just ask for more explanation, more detail. Do you ever run into clients who are a little reluctant to give you that more detail and kind of let you in? Yes. Part of this is being a woman in construction. Even when I sold heating and air conditioning, sometimes people would put me on the spot. They you know, want to test me to see if I really knew what I was talking about. 
And our designers get that too. The women who are in remodeling, sometimes we we need a deeper dive to know the technical end of it to build that trust with the homeowner that we're not just interior decorators, that we actually know how to build and we know code and we know production process and, and all of that. I hate to say that because it sounds, you know, gender stereotypical, but I think we do, as women, have to work a little bit harder to show our status, our knowledge, and then people have more confidence in us. Is there a part of the process where clients get more difficult? Always when you talk about money. (laughs) (laughs) They usually, you know, love the design, love our company. They know our reputation. But when you start talking about money, sometimes they get sticker shocked. A lot of people just don't know what things cost. And so they might have a thought in their head of what their budget is, but that doesn't match the project. That's kind of disappointing to them. So you kind of have to walk them through the explanation of why it costs what it does, the value in it, and how they can afford it. Normally, it's those conversations that not only the customer is a little bit more hesitant about, but sometimes even the designer presenting that price. And also with couples, if you're meeting with a couple, there's always like a good cop, bad cop, you know, going on. <laughs> so one is all excited and wants to go for it. And the other one's like, wait a minute, hold on. That's, you know, it's a lot of money. So it's that conversation. But then once they commit and we're in the process, they get a little nervous, like right before the project starts, of course. We have a pre-construction meeting where we go out, we have them meet their production team. We walk them through how to get ready for the project. I have a project that's starting on Monday. And after I get off this call, I'm calling them to you know, make sure they're ready. If they have any questions or concerns that I might be able to help them with, even if it's you know running over there and dropping off boxes for them to box up their kitchen. Well, however, we can help them so that they're not quite as anxious. And then as the project goes on, there's only so much you can take your house being ripped up. So usually we call it a roller coaster, right? Your your excitement goes way up when the project starts. And then after like a week or so, you're like, okay, when's this going to get finished? We always expect people to, there's excitement to wane a little bit. And constant communication is really the key. Letting them know we're on schedule, we're on time, what's happening, why it's happening. Again, constant communication. So Cindy, we're coming here up on time now. We've covered a lot of different things, but I do want to ask you if there's anything else that you want to add today. In the world that we live in today, everyone's stress level is very high. We have an unending supply of bad news. We have a pandemic that's who knows where it is every day, right? There's unrest in the world. There's all these things going on and people's anxiety is very high. And so anything that we can do professionally to help people with that anxiety is really important. And people's mental health and their and their well-being is really what life comes down to. None of us are guaranteed tomorrow, right? So enjoying what we're doing is really important. And whether it's inside our family of our company or out there with our clients, it's a goal of ours to try and lessen the stress for people. And that's something that I'm very passionate about, even in my coaching, is that work-life balance, not just living to work, but working to live. And what does life look like? Life is making those memories in these spaces that we create for people. And we need to do that for ourselves also. Thanks to Cindy for joining me on the podcast and to all of you for listening. Links to more information can be found in the episode show notes. 
Our next episode will feature another woman leaving her mark in the industry. Until then, follow us on social media and keep the work up.